This is the 77 WABC minicast. Iran would like to destroy Israel, and Iran would like to destroy the United States. But Putin wants to just take over Ukraine, add it to his empire. So they're very different. And with respect to uh, financing the Ukraine war, again, I, I don't want to pull the plug on Ukraine financing, but I do feel that in Congress, in the debate, they should be debating Ukraine separately from the debate regarding Israel. There won't be any debate regarding Israel, except for some crazy people on the far left, uh, Tlaib and some of the quartet crowd, bunch of nutcases. There will be almost unanimous support for Israel. There will not be unanimous support for Ukraine. I reckon there will be a lot of support to help Taiwan. And the other piece of the funding, $106 billion funding, with respect to the U.S. southern border, I don't know what they're doing there. Uh, That is not, by the way, to close the border. That is to expedite people coming across, which is very bad. And that needs to be debated separately. So I don't like this one-size-fits-all. I don't like this one package. All of these issues should be debated separately. So that was my biggest problem with Biden in that speech. Again, good on Israel, but we have to debate Ukraine, whether there's an exit strategy, whether there's diplomatic initiatives, whether there's potential for some kind of ceasefire, peace discussions. All these things have not been discussed, and they need to be discussed, because the Ukrainian situation is different than the Israeli situation. The United States has to pledge itself unambiguously, virtually without limits, to the support of Israel. I can't say the same about Ukraine. We also have to make sure we're dealing with Taiwan, but we need a full public discussion of United States' efforts with respect to Taiwan to stop our enemy, China. And the southern border is a catastrophe. There are stories, folks, how... People from Central and South America coming across the border are now a minority of people coming across the border. Whatever the number in total since Biden has come in, 5 million, 6 million, the reality is they're coming from all around the world and they're coming from a lot of terrorist countries. You know, Donald Trump closed that off years ago. Now it's a wide-open border, and that, re- that really requires its own discussion, quite apart from Israel and quite apart from Ukraine. And what Biden is doing is lumping everything into one package. This is bad policy. It creates moral ambiguities, and it creates military ambiguities. So I don't like this one bit. Now, on the Israeli war, and again, the troops are massing. They have not formally, they have not yet formally come in, although Israeli commandos have been in. And, of course, the precision air bombing has been unbelievable. Good for Israel. God bless Israel across the board. But here the issue is Iran. We, the United States government, under Biden, as was the case under Obama, has been appeasing 
Iran. We will have the distinguished historian and foreign policy professor Walter Russell Mead will be here at the half hour, and we will spend a half hour talking to Professor Mead about the Iranian problem. But the Bidens have appeased and coddled Iran. They have given up on any of the sanctions. They still want to make a deal, some kind of nuclear deal with Iran, which would provide even more financial assistance. They have permitted Iran not simply to produce more oil, but to sell the oil predominantly to our enemy in China and elsewhere. The United States is not blocking shipping. They're not blocking uh, airplane, overland airplane. They're not blocking business. They're not enforcing the sanctions. So Israel has built up quite an impressive financial war chest. You know, in round numbers, maybe from three, four billion dollars of foreign exchange reserves three years ago, now up to perhaps 70 billion dollars. Oil revenues, which are virtually flat. I mean, they're producing a couple of hundred thousand barrels a day when Trump left office. Now they're up to three and a half to four million barrels a day. Again, most of the sales are to China. There's probably 50, 60, 70 billion dollars worth of oil revenues. This has made Iran stronger. This has given Iran more money to finance Hamas and Hezbollah and Islamic Jihad and Houthis and all the other terrorist groups that Iran is uh, financing. And um, we haven't done anything with it. I mean, it's no surprise. Give them the money, and the Iranians will spread it around. And they're the master plotters. They're the puppeteers, as well as the financiers. This barbaric Hamas invasion was two years in the making, and Iran was part of this every step of the way from what we can gather from the existing evidence and intelligence reports. It's a very bad story. And Mr. Biden did not address that in his speech. That was his second mistake. Not only the moral equivalence between Ukraine and Israel, which was his first mistake, but he refused to address Iran. He says at one point, we'll continue to hold them accountable, comma, I might add, period, end quote. I might add? What's he talking? I mean, this should have been first and foremost. And still, still, throughout this Israeli crisis now, even with his support of Israel, we still have not cracked down on Iran. We are not stopping their shipping. We are not stopping their oil sales. By the way, we're not doing much. You know, Iran, Iran and Iranian back groups firing on American ships, as I said earlier. We're not doing a thing about it. By the way, there are 30-some-odd dead Americans and another 10 to 15 American hostages, and Biden is not focused on that. This is a direct insult to the United States. You think Reagan wouldn't have made a fuss about 32 Americans killed by Hamas 
or 10 or 15 taken hostage, you think Donald Trump wouldn't have made a fuss about the same thing? Biden hardly talks about it. He mentions it in passing as a statistic, but he does not put any military or foreign policy or moral force behind it. We can't let this happen. We cannot let this happen. The hostage issue is a vexing issue. There's no question about that. The Israeli hostages, the American hostages. But these were places where Biden, Biden's speech to the nation Thursday night was sorely lacking. He's not tough enough. He is not tough enough. Weakness breeds weakness. Weakness breeds weakness around the world, for sure, in the Middle East with great certainty. We had peace in the Middle East under Donald Trump. We have had a blowout, a military and terrorist blowout and blow up in the Middle East and elsewhere around the world under Joe Biden. Peace through strength, I would say right now it is weakness. Mr. Biden didn't look good. His words were slurred. This was problematic also. But most of all, most of all, at least now, we can say, hopefully, that Biden is backing Israel. Now the question is, will he interfere? Will he interfere with the Israeli defense forces as they make their move to annihilate Hamas.